Good morning, Hobo Sapiens. Are you well? I hope you are. Um, this is an interesting episode. This is uh, this is just a live recording of the gig I did on the 31st of January 2020. Um, I was in uh, St. James's Hall, uh, Concert Hall in Guernsey, playing a gig, and it pretty much goes all the way up from about quarter to ten to about 11 o'clock at night um, when my country, the UK, left the EU. Um uh, yeah, I thought it'd be a, a fun one to record and do it. Um, there's a bit of context uh, for this particular, partic- uh, you know, sort of what Guernsey is and all that. Uh, a lot of people think Guernsey is actually an island that belongs to Britain. It doesn't. Uh, it's actually not in the EU itself. It's a, it's a sort of a tax haven. Um, it's under the protection of the UK, but um, but it's its own state, its own entity. Um, and uh, in the middle of the channel, and it's flipped historically between French and British uh, protection uh, over the years, over hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it went through a period of, of Nazi occupation uh, during the Second World War, uh, to the point where they have a thing called Liberation Day um, on a, a, well in May, where they celebrate becoming free from Nazis. Uh, so there's that little bit of context. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was a fun, it's, well, it's a brilliant, I'm really happy with the show. It's a really nice show. Um, I, I, it's, it's quite quite long. I was doing the cards thing, so every now and then I run off and uh, and go get someone to pick a card. Um, I, there's quite a lot of talking that I had to control, so sorry about all those bits. I've left it unedited as a, as a show. Um, uh, but yeah, it's all in there. It's, kind of, it's, it's really fun. I can't believe Pubes came out as the first... Uh, first song um but yeah it just goes all the way through uh quite a lot of the the funny stuff um really funny crowd uh there was a support act uh called sophie who uh she was brilliant really funny really funny songs a really funny song about guernsey uh she'd written for our friends who were visiting uh from the uk um and uh and uh, uh some guys called bank uh, bandwagon um, who uh, who they were really funny. They sang some some really funny songs about the Pushang gang. Pushang means bike in a in Gurnays. Um, yeah, it's it was really good. Um, I've had a really lovely time here. I played a house show last night. I'm recording this on Sunday morning. Uh, I played a house show last night as well, and uh, the lovely Clara Banks came over from France to sing some songs as well. Uh, that was. That was really good fun. I was very middle class, so I definitely threw in the the bumhole fingering song uh, at that point, um, just to watch their faces. And um, no, they were lovely though, and an amazing hosts. Ben and Natasha were just amazing. They got a lovely house, and um, uh, and they're really sweet, brilliant people, and they cook for everyone. And it was really nice. It was a good house show. Um, and thank you to to Graham Durden for uh sorting that out um uh yeah i i caught the slow boat over on uh thursday yeah on thursday i left uh i left uh portsmouth thursday morning and arrived sometime thursday evening the really slow boat um it was quite fortunate actually because uh the the whole island was was fogged in at that point so uh so as i actually got to guernsey there was a, a waiting room full of people who couldn't fly out who are about to get the slow boat overnight to Portsmouth, which is what I'm doing tomorrow. In fact, when this podcast comes out, I shall be on a ferry. I shall be uh, somewhere below the Isle of Wight, um, 
<laughs> probably, hopefully sleeping um, or sicking or writing. And um, no, I don't get seasick anymore. Um, yeah, and I, I've, I've, I'm having quite a nice time. I, I, I hope I hope the UK is all right. I'll find out when I get there. Um, uh, I've been staying with my friend Barney. I love Barney to bits. Barney Bean. He's um he's one of my oldest friends, and he uh, uh yeah we've just been laughing our faces off, going around doing doing these shows and stuff like that, and and uh, eating and making puns about frogs. Um, uh, yeah, it's been it's been really nice. But yeah, I I, I thought rather than uh, rather than an episode to try and talk about things, I thought well I'll show you how I dealt with it. No tears, just laughter and uh, pointed incredulity. Um, <laughs> I suppose that's what it is. Um, yeah, uh, uh, and and I'll I'll I don't know. I might wrap up at the end. I don't know yet. I haven't decided that. Should I wrap up at the end? No, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Right at the end, you get to hear uh, the moment uh, the clock turned eleven, and I I personally left the EU uh, as a as a UK citizen, um, and uh, and then I suddenly became a fascist pig and threatened the the uh the reoccupation of Guernsey again uh from my own particular <laughs> from my own nation who are slowly becoming fascists uh so enjoy it uh thanks to the guys at St James's for putting it on this is literally recorded on the little recording thing I'm using right now uh in the room uh so there there is noise and stuff like that but also um I think the show comes up, comes over quite well it's about an hour long um and it was it was very funny, nice nice crowd, really nice crowd, and um, yeah, enjoy it. Thanks, Merry Brexit. <sighs> Right, it's going to be a weird evening. Uh, I'm from the UK. Anyone else from the, from the UK in? Grockles! Yeah. How, how you all feeling? Grockles! Yeah? Feeling good? Yeah. Feeling positive. That's good to hear. <laughs> uh, my name's Grant. I do a thing where I release an album every six months. And I travel around the UK singing songs uh, that are from my own point of love and my own point of perspective and my own point of honesty. And... And uh, sometimes they can be slightly offensive to some people. And if you are offended by any of these songs, it means you're a fucking horrible person. That's, that's the way it works. Uh, that's, how I, that's how I roll. I walk into various rooms full of Tories uh, and I sing my songs. Oh, tourists? Oh, Tories. Okay, you guys heard that bit. Okay, and, uh, this is the wrong room for tourists. And, um, and uh, yeah, and, I, and I, I do my songs and I often sort of, and the, I make it harder for myself by carrying a double bass in there because it's harder to run away from various rooms when they get really angry. But what I've done is, what I've done is, I've written my set list on some cards. I've, I, you know, I can't. You're going to pick the set list. This might get weird. Basically, that's how it goes. You look really. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Everyone gets to pick a card. <laughs> nice. All right. Pubes. Right. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this song was written about a thing called the EU referendum, uh, <laughs> which, was, which was joyous. That was a thing. Uh, my country, we had a little vote. 
Uh, luckily, nothing happened. It was fine. It was not a problem. Uh, in the uh, in that referendum, I voted Remain. Uh, I voted Remain for one simple reason. That's because uh, uh, I'm a good driver. Uh, and when you're a good driver, you look ahead, don't you, for shit you might hit. You know, like trees or children. You know, and stuff like that. And you think, okay, I'll look, I'll look ahead. And, you know, if, if, if those things are there, you slow down. You don't crash into it. That's what you do, isn't it? That's basically it. And, uh, and I looked ahead and I thought, if we do leave the EU, I'm not a massive fan, but if we do leave, who would be negotiating the rights of you and me? And, and uh, various vulnerable, vulnerable, uh, vulnerable people, don't stumble on that word. Um, and uh, the answer was Tories, and I went, oh no thanks, I'll stay. That was pretty much as much thought as I put into the new referendum. I didn't read any of the buses that came through the letterbox. I just, uh, I just got on with it and voted Remain. And, uh, and, uh, and I, I was on tour at the time, and uh, my mum voted leave. My mum voted leave for a simple reason, that's because uh, she watches TV all day, and that's pretty much it. And, um, and uh, She's scared. She's scared of everything outside of the front door, and, and she voted leave. Uh, and I was on a tour. I was on a tour in a, in a place in North Wales called Rill. Has anyone been to Rill in North Wales? Yeah. It's, if you want to imagine it, it's like the apocalypse, uh, but with a KFC. Uh, that's on fire, but, you know, there's still a queue. And, uh, you know, it's, it's quite nice. And, and uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those places. But I go to Rill because Buddy Brad can't. You know, he's just he's too scared of them. That's basically it. And, uh, and, uh, and I, was on, I was in real, and I was on the phone to my mum at the time, and Boris Johnson was doing something crazy, and I was like, Mum, this is shit. Brexit's fucking bullshit. She's like, Grant, just get behind it. Stop talking the country down, or we'll be the first, or you'll be the first we kill. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. That's, but that's pretty much what she meant. And, uh, and I went, oh, bloody hell. So I went on stage in real, and it was a bit of a drunk audience. It's, um, you know, it's a bit like Guernsey on a Tuesday. And, um, uh, <laughs> And, uh, and, I, and I, you know, it was a really drunk audience and it was, it was, it was kind of fun. And I said, look, I think Brexit's a load of shit, but I, I've got to write a song for my mum for it, you know, and, and all that sort of thing. It made sort of sense. Um, but I think all the banks and all the companies are going to leave the moment it happens. Um, can you name two things we produce, two things we can grow that we underpin our economy on? And this one guy at the bar shouts out, pubes! <laughs> and the other guy at the bar obviously thought we were just shouting out stuff that grows on human bodies and he shouts out, toenails! So this song's called Pubes and Toenails, the Brexit song. I've just got to get into uniform. Let's just do this in silence. Fuck's sake. Only an hour. for the audience, in or out? Uh, in or out? Remain or leave? Yeah. Do you want to go again? Well, you can't. <laughs> there was always a third option, David Cameron. There was always a third option, wasn't there? Which is Britney Spears. 
They didn't put that on the ballot, did they? If they put Britney Spears on there, this would have been sorted by now. Is everyone alright? Last time I played this song, it was for a vegan cheese and wine tasting night. And I've never seen so many people be sick in my life. It was really good. Oh yeah, I was doing it off the shoulder that night as well. It was quite nice. Alright, so uh, on the album, this song's got 27 other instruments. As well as the bass, the double bass has got 27 other instruments that are... And there's 28 things working together. This song's fucking brilliant. Really lovely. Um, but away from those 27 other instruments, this song's a bit shit. Uh, and really hard to deliver in the time given to a satisfying level at all to anyone. Uh, ever. So uh, here we go, pews and toenails. This one's for you, Mum. She's not dead, I just... <laughs> I'm getting a boner, it's gonna be so good When we're making the rap things that we never could We're all in Britannia, we'll never be slaves When we're going to work to sell the cool stuff we can make Look, here's a car made of pubes and toenails Look, here's some shoes made of just pubes Look, here's some cheese made of wet toenails Bricks, it's gonna be so good Let's dance! Our topics will rumble, by us we mean yours But it doesn't matter, cause we won a few awards If you love your country, then you won't mind a bit As you're waving your flag whilst the country turns to shit Don't worry about food, we've got pubes and toenails We can feed the kids few sandwiches But instead of bread, we'll have to use toenails Bread is gonna be so good Keep dancing, you slime! Sorry I was a little bit racist you know what I meant. <laughs> Oi! Oi! If it goes wrong, we can just all blame those treacherous remainers and the Scottish. And probably the Northern Irish now. And the proper Irish Irish now. And the Gibraltans. We haven't even started to talk about Gibraltar yet, have we? 2000, they voted 100% to stay under UK control. 2016, voted 98% to stay in the EU. Not even talking about Gibraltar yet, are we? I've been ready. Bullshit. We're shaking our packs off and we're taking our shit Now we're looking around for someone we can blame for it We're making a mess with no responsibilities It's a win of the people who love their country The rest of the world will crave our pubes and toenails They'll form queues for our last pubes There will be wars for our second toenails It's gonna be so glorious, super uproarious Pretend that we are winning it Even though we're winging it It will be a miracle if we avoid a civil war Brexit's gonna be so good
Now Prince Andrew to the Americans Maybe we'll get that tariff on steel To build our nuclear bunkers with For the inevitable nuclear war And the children will suffer For the mistakes we make today And the children will suffer Wrong room for the mistakes we make today, Brexit's is gonna be so good. festival a couple of years ago and uh, they phoned me up about two months before and I said Grant you've got to click two things on the website I'm like what do you mean you've got to click two things on the website they said you've got to click two genres otherwise you're not allowed in the festival program I'm like fuck genre is dead man and they said no you've got to click two things shut up stop being such a pretentious asshole and uh, and I clicked I clicked satire that sort of made sense and then I scrolled through 280 other options and uh, and I clicked burlesque Also, let me just say now, there are women, you know that your nipples aren't free, don't you? You know that. You can't just walk down the street on a happy, sunny day with your nipples out. So until your nipples are free, mine cannot be free. Solidarity, sisters. <laughs> it's my job. 42 years old. Pretty good. All right. Where did my cars go? That's the big question. Oh, no. We've lost everything. Uh-oh. Not there. That's just stuff. Uh-oh. There we go. Oh, jeez. Oh, Who wants to pick next? I'll burn some calories. I'll come to you. Who fancies it? All right. Nice. All right. Nice one. All right. This is a song on a thing called a ukulele. Uh, ukuleles are... Children's instruments. If you're an adult growing playing one, uh, you're a fucking fraud. Uh, you, should, uh, you should grow up. Oh, Greg, are you on it for the ukulele? <laughs> All right then. Sorry, Greg's in the back doing sound. I'm going to talk to a mysterious ghost called Greg every now and then. <laughs> It's going to do its thing. Right, okay, this song's called Everything's Fine. Um, my dog, my dog has Brexit. <laughs> oh, these things are fucking ridiculous. If you're not a child playing one. There we go. Um, so, uh, so this song was written, I wrote a whole album about... The day after the referendum, I went, uh, I couldn't handle it, I had to get off my phone, and I went and lived in the forest for three days. And I, um, and I ran up and down hills, and I swam in the sea, and I ate whatever I could kill, uh, which was Tories. And, um, and uh, they're quite easy to find, because they mark their, uh, their fields out with little blue placards. Back in the UK, it's quite nice. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't, you know, you can eat them, they're not poisonous, they're a little bit rich, but... Um, but uh, <laughs> best joke I've ever done. And, uh, and, uh, and I, was, I was in the woods and I was coming out of the woods and some activist friends jumped out of a tree 
And they pulled off their balaclavas and they said to me, Grant, do you want Rupert Murdoch's home address in London address you've been keeping secret for 40 years? I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll have Rupert, address, Rupert Murdoch's address in London address he's been keeping secret for 40 years. Uh, so they gave me Rupert Murdoch's address in London address he's been keeping secret for 40 years on this little card. And I thought, what the fuck do I do with that information? Do I, do I give it to Edward Snowden out there in Russia or would I give it to uh, Julian Assange out there in Ecuador at the time? And, uh, and I thought, no, fuck it, I'll write a whole album with Rupert Murdoch's address in London and address he's been keeping secret for 40 years. Uh, I'll tell you to you now, it's the, it's the penthouse. 26 St James's Place, London SW1A, 1NH, if you need it. Um, I won't tell you, uh, you know, I won't tell you what to do with that address because that will be inciting violence. I won't tell you that it's reachable by drone from Green Park. <laughs> I won't tell you to, you know, sort of like send a pill or anything like that because that will be, that'll be childish. Uh, one guy did come up to me in Cardiff and say, Here, Grant, you know it's only illegal to send a human pool to someone twice. <laughs> Little fact. Uh, the first time could be an honest mistake, apparently. Second time, they got your number. So if you, are, if you have to go for a number two twice, work as a team, send a box. Just Safety in numbers, people. Anyway, so I wrote this whole album about Rupert Murdoch, and I wrote this horrible song about him called Uncle Twinkle Fingers, which is not a nice song. I will not be doing it now, but it's... But the problem with Uncle Twinkle Fingers is it uses the language of abuse to talk about Rupert Murdoch and what he's done to the country for 40 years. And, oh, shh. Anyway, <laughs> if you're going to sit there going, my dad right here, it won't work. Nah. <laughs> talk about Rupert Murdoch. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. So I've got such a bleeding heart. I'm really sorry. That was really bad. Nobody that. Anyway, um, so then, uh, so, so Rupert Murdoch's address, and I was writing this song, which has got the, it's got the language of abuse that talks about Rupert Murdoch. Um, but it, and it's horrible and it triggers people and I don't play it anymore, it's just not a nice song. But it's also super catchy. Because um, it's got this, 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 this chorus which goes, Who's your best friend? And everyone shouts out, Uncle Twinkle Fingers. And it's kind of fun to a sicker sort of audience. And, um, and I was playing it at a folk club in Birmingham one night. And, uh, and the front three rows were loving it, but the, you know, the back 20, no. They didn't, uh, they didn't like it at all. And they were, they were pretty pissed off. And they wrote to me the next day, the folk club, they said, Grant, we've got to throw you out of the folk community because what you do is not folk music. And I'm like, what? I'm talking about oppression. I'm talking about people. I'm talking about real lives right now. I said, nah, folk music is played on a lute. And it's songs from 1635 about a weaver's revolution that went well. And that's it, okay? That's what folk music is. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm never going to get back in the folk community now. Uh, so I thought I'd try and write a song. I thought I'd try and write a song to get back in the folk community. Uh, I thought I'd try and write a song about nothing at all. This song's called Everything's Fine. <laughs> My friends, tonight we have nothing to fear. As long as we have fairy light, cheap ladies, vegan snacks, white privilege, and beers. I won't dare to talk about politics, I won't get in your face. For fear of losing a customer, I mean for fear of losing a friend, this is a safe space. As the world outside is getting out of hand, we will fight it by being quite bland. We'll pretend we live in self-focus and everything is great. 
Life we all live in an advert for a bank account or posh cinema chain. As the global temperatures continue to rise, we'll all die singing. Everything is fine. Ukulele solo. Every night I get bored. Well, I like this chord though. Yeah, that's a nice chord. <laughs> Butterflies and unicorns and rainbows will save us all right. I wouldn't want to say something meaningful and ruin your night. As the darkness of lies from the madman continues to fall. Singing, say nothing at all. We'll all sing, do, 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 everything's fine. Say nothing at all. It's not a funny song, was it? <laughs> right. Next song, who's picking? Who's picking the next song? Not you again. Greg, I've lost it. every six months. The latest one came out. It's called Hobo Sapien. I am a hobo. Uh, I don't really have a home. I am a hobo. It's one of those things. And sapien means wise. That's why we're called Homo sapiens. Doesn't it feel like we're a wise species? Oh, it doesn't. It's weird, isn't it? It's strange. And anyway, I started to write this whole album. And it starts off with a pragmatic view of where we are in the world. Um, you know, sort of socially, politically, and all that. That's called Shit Sandwich, that song. Uh, and it moves into the people that sort of ruin the world. They're called billionaires. Um, uh, they're kind of interesting because billionaires, they drive ambulances and teach in schools, don't they? Uh, well, at least the way they talk about it is all you'd like to think they do. <laughs> it's one of those things. They really care about the infrastructure of the country. That's why they got involved so much in politics. Um, but they don't care about us. Shit, and then I thought about who are the people that actually vote for billionaires, and I realised they're the people that go to somewhere like Home Bargains in the UK, and they buy a chandelier, and go, well, I look rich, so therefore I am rich. Uh, they're people called cillionaires. Um, they're literally people who are in debt to try and look rich. It's fucking insane, and I thought, oh, fuck, that's the people who vote for billionaires, I realise it now. And, uh, and then I thought, okay, I need to write a song about those guys, but I needed to find that like, one identifier you know, for them. And uh, so I used to go around with a double bass in a smart car for many years. Because <laughs> I was that committed to the environment. Anyway, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and it, was, it was a stupid move. My, my arsehole gave out in about two years. But, um, but uh, it's okay, it's fine. The NHS. And, um, 
Uh, but but I, I realised I was sat in traffic jams next to these people all the time. There are people with massive cars. Um, I'm fairly certain you've got some on Guernsey. People with giant cars that don't fit down the lanes. Yeah? Well, this is about those pricks. <laughs> it's called Massive Car. He has a massive car, it barely fits down tiny roads. A massive car, it seems that everywhere he goes, people are so close to him, and he beats his tiny horn. A massive car, it keeps his ego nice and safe. A massive car, hand washing wax on Saturdays by those Polish guys who are actually Latvians. <laughs> He voted leave, he loves his country and he loves sovereignty. Whatever that means, if you give him an inch, he'll take a mile and complain he's only got a mile. He has such a tiny heart and mind, he's such a massive car driver. He has a, a massive car with a hyper-macho name. A massive car proves he's a wealthy alpha male, it's a Ford Guantanamo. Patriot, traitor, killer, cock, eagle cock of death, eco, diesel, Brexit. So don't you ever fuck with him. <laughs> An angry wife with a tiny little dog. She laughs at him, picking up tiny doggy logs from the backseat, and he wishes she was dead. They've got some kids, but he hates them because they are communists who over labor fight for equality and diversity and a one planet ecology. They say, Dad, you're such a fossil fool, you're such a massive car driver. One by one, they all leave him. The house is empty. In the evenings, he sits there crying. In the garage, I'm so lonely. I'm so angry. Why did they leave me? I'm fucking lovely. drives his massive car down to the local hospital. They found a lump deep down inside his old bumble. The doctor sighs, there is nothing we can do. He drives back home to spend his last days on the earth and wondering what his life was finally worth. Did anyone actually like him? But the answer's too painful. And then he dies, placed in a box with pennies on his dead eyes. At the funeral, everyone tries to cry, but their eyeballs stay dry. And they lie, he was such a great guy. But they're actually kind of glad he's dead. He's such a massive waste of time and resources. He's such a massive nightmare for the race of planet. He's such a massive car driver. <laughs> Come on! No one.
Nice, nice. I like that. So I wrote a song called Biochemical Clusterfuck, uh, which is about how stupid human beings are. It's why we get horny in the spring, you know, why we get angry at cricket matches and stuff like that. You know, it's one of those, one of those things. It's about our biochemical training and it is sort of how it doesn't make sense to, uh, to sort of uh, pretend that we're anything other than animals that came out of the jungle, essentially. And um, <laughs> it's okay. Can I? Can I just ask? Like, I could, it's just I can really see you. <laughs> can I just ask you to shut the fuck up? Okay, that's fine. Okay, right. <laughs> There's no, no reason to shout at a woman, sir. Uh, <laughs> that's it, you buy yourself another drink. Anyway. Um, uh, so anyway, so I wrote this whole song called Bike, I'm a clusterfuck, and uh, it's all about why we get angry at stuff and why we do, uh, you know, sort of the stupid things we do. And, you know, where we sort of get horny and all that sort of thing. And then, you know, when, we, when we're in committed relationships, so yeah, why, why is that happening? My brain sort of says, nah. But anyway, uh, but it's about that. And my friend in North Wales, he played it on his punk show on a radio show. Uh, his name's Neil Crud. And he played by a chemical clusterfuck about five times within a week. Uh, and it said fuck quite a lot, that song. And uh, Ofcom wrote to him and they said, uh, we're going to close your radio station down and fine you a million quid uh, if you don't say sorry for that fuck. And Neil Crud, being a punk rocker, did the punk rock thing and said sorry. And, uh, but he said sorry for me saying fuck and it made me feel pretty bad. So I started to, uh, started to listen to his show a little bit more. And, uh, and at the end of his show, it goes into a thing called automation. Have you heard about automation with radio stations? Well, I'll say over there. Um, that automation's this playlist is about three weeks long and you can listen to it for three weeks and you, and you will not have one emotion. Uh, you'll feel nothing. It's just it's like the Muzak of music. You know? It's just like... It's the worst shit. And one of the, one of the first songs to come on was uh, Sean Kingston's Beautiful Girl. Have you heard that song? Yeah. You're way too beautiful, girl. And that's why it'll never work. You've got me suicidal, suicidal. If you say it's over. I'll kill myself if you leave me. That's fine on the radio. You don't get fined a million quid. Say fuck a couple of times, within context as well. You get fined a million quid, but you know, emotional blackmail, not a problem. That's absolutely fine. You go ahead with that, Sean. You go, you have at her. I tell you what, kill her too. You know, you may as well. Or at least kill her kids or something, I don't know. Go on, Sean, that's fine. That's fine. But don't you dare say fuck as you do it. You disgusting little man. If you say fuck, you're horrible. But if you kill her kids, and then yourself, because she left, not a problem, mate. You get on, have your royalties. Have a rum on us. And I just thought that's a bit of a, 
that's a bit of a fucked up scenario. So I thought I'd better write a song about that. This one's called Emotional, pop, uh, Emotional Blackmail in Pop Music for Sean Kingston. <laughs> Who cares if it's in tune? <laughs> you said to me that if I leave, you would curl up and die. So then I left, and you're still not dead. Turns out that shit was a lie. Emotional blackmail isn't really the nicest way to treat anybody, Sean. I'm trying my best to positively express the phrase, fuck you, you fucking fuck. But I'm all out of words, so in case you misheard, fuck you, you fucking fuck, everybody. Fuck you, you fucking fuck, a little louder. Fuck you, you fucking fuck, with balls. Fuck you, you fucking fuck, with vaginas. Fuck you, you fucking fuck, with Sean Kingston's balls. With my balls. Fuck you, you fucking fuck. Thanks, Gersey, I'll take it as a compliment. This song was written, I get to play quite a lot of, sometimes I play like political songs, um, not tonight, <laughs> um, but sometimes I play political songs and sometimes I get invited to play political singer-songwriter protest uh, conventions, which is uh, festivals as you would call them, and uh, you know, and I, I get to play these things quite a lot, and you realise, hey, you guys at the back, shut the fuck up now. <laughs> Yeah, just shut the fuck up. I know you're a doctor and his mate. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but anyway, um, but uh, but at the same time, people are listening, boy. Um, so uh, so uh, uh, where was this? So I play the protest singer songwriter conventions, and I get asked to play them, and, uh, and I realise there's quite a lot of singer songwriters out there who uh, are all like, "Fuck the government," but only when it's sunny and when there's free cider at the side of the stage. Um, and then so when the winter comes and the cider dries up, they go, "Ah, oh, no, I'm all right." Because they're like fair weather protest singers, and that makes me really sad because I want to fuck the government, you know, 365 days of a year. I'm, I, I'm not the sort of person to be sort of a fair weather fucker of the government, you know. I want to fuck the government all day long. Does that, do you know what I mean? If the government was wearing a plastic bag, I'd be like, I'll still fuck you. Just saying, you know, I find the government so fuckable that I, I just, I just want to fuck it, like, Hard all the time, you know, I just, that's what it is, that's what I dream about. I search at night, googling, fucked governments. <laughs> you know, some weird, 
We have porno frenzy, but I don't see any because no one's fucking the government enough. So I'm going to have to start making my own as I fuck the government, maybe a YouTube channel. <laughs> I don't know. Wrong room? Anyway. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I like Guernsey because I don't know what you are. <laughs> the rest of it. And um, yeah, anyway, so, uh, so I'm, I'm there and I thought, fuck protest singer-songwriters who are like that. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a protest singer-songwriter all the time. I'll even do it on the day of, of January the 31st, 2020. <laughs> um, you know, in Guernsey. Well, they don't care. They've got money and the money will protect them. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Stop being so political, Grant. It's fine. The money will protect them here. Anyway, so... <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, we'll just passport through Frankfurt. Not a problem. Everyone keep your jobs. Uh, I like it. It's nice. You get the German Navy then as well, that'd be quite nice. It'd be a strange turn of events, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> the English occupation. <laughs> Imagine what their hospital would be like. That's <laughs> 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 the Boris, Boris pledge. I'm going to build so many more hospitals on Guernsey. There's going to be 50,000 new nurses in each one. <laughs> anyway, that's a joke for back home. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so I want to fuck the government. I, and I thought, fuck protest singer-songwriters who are, you know, they're not, they're not fucking the government hard enough for my liking. So this song's called, uh, this was a protest song about protest singers. It's called Watch Out, Here Comes the Counterculture. <laughs> Watch out! I'm gonna sing a song about the government and it's gonna drive them crazy and they'll probably arrest me. When my song is done, step back, don't be crazy I've got a ukulele playing G and C and D I'll highlight their brutality There's a girl over here Hula hooping for Peruvian women Any minute they'll be free And there's a guy over there Shaving his balls for Corbin Cause that's what JC needs Step back, fascist fuckers. The counterculture's been training in secret camps out of sight. Like those bastards and ISIS, yeah. Watch out, safety first. Cousins clumsy, please say first. It's more incendiary than anything. Al-Qaeda has, and you can tell I'm really angry by the stickers on my guitar. <clears throat> Actually, on this one, I've got the, uh, the global order of Satan. Uh, <laughs> it was put in the, the donations hat one gig, and uh, yeah, I thought, where the fuck do I put that? And then, oh yeah, ukulele. Makes sense. <laughs> you can tell we're really serious when you see how good I are. Act. Getting fucked up in a field. We're getting fucked up in a field to show that we will never yield. We're getting fucked up in a field to show that nasty government the level of our discontent. We're getting fucked up, fucked up in a field. Fucked up, fucked up in a field. The Jembe circle goes quiet. As the performance poet makes his way across the field to attend the reeks of piss. As he clambers on the stage, clutching pages filled with rage, he takes a swig of cloudy cider and to the audience says this. Fuck Thatcher! Because <laughs> they're still relevant performance poets these days, aren't they? It's still relevant. Fuck Thatcher! Fuck capitalism! Fuck money! But if you want to buy a t-shirt or CD after the show, 
<laughs> Come and see me. Uh, I can take cards now. <laughs> Legalise marijuana! Because I've done the research. You know, and I, when I share on Facebook that we should legalise marijuana, I don't think it's because I want to get high. It's because... It's because it's a much more efficient way of making rope and a kind of way of treating with uh, multiple sclerosis. That's, that's why I share it on Facebook. It's not because, don't think it's because I want to get high. It's not that. It's not that. Okay, it's because I care. Okay, look, my dad's from the northeast of England, right? He's from Newcastle, yeah, and I've got blood as thick as brown sauce. And I'll tell you right now, right? We care about two things up there. Rope production. And multiple sclerosis treatment, okay? <laughs> not because we want to get high. I don't think it's because I want to get high. It's not that. Oh. Imagine being, you know, imagine being a, a, a rock climber with multiple sclerosis and you haven't got a rope. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a treatment. <laughs> That's why we should legalise it, okay? Think about it. Think about the MS Mountaineers. <laughs> and get the coal miners their jobs back! <laughs> but stop burning coal because it's fucking the planet. And everybody there is agreeing with the things he's saying. Nothing to do with the fact they're MGMA. We're getting fucked up in a field, we're getting fucked up in a field To show that we will never yield We're getting fucked up in a field To show the nasty government The level of our discontent We're getting fucked up, fucked up in a field Get off the picket line, fucked up, fucked up in a field And call the ticket line, fucked up, fucked up in a field There you go. That was the last one. That was, there's only three ukulele songs in the set. I don't know what time it is anymore. Anyone? Just keep going. Okay. Never stop, Brown. Who wants to pick the next one? Hey, hey, oh, hey. I've got choices. Over here. Oh, there's a stander at the back. Can I go over there? Because let's face it, the people that are standing there have probably got very much Right. I'm trying to burn as many calories as possible so when I get back to England that I can just fucking go in fighting. I might have to. What <laughs> about you? I just don't trust Boris. Anyway, um, right, this song. This song's a fuck song for pandas. Um, I was still talking to my friend one night at a gig. And he, uh, we thought, let's write a song for pandas, and, you know, a really sexy fuck song, so they get together and, and fuck. And I thought, yeah, that's a good idea, let's do that. And then uh, the next morning when we woke up, we researched it, and we found out that pandas aren't actually on the endangered list anymore. So the song kind of took a new, new level there, and I thought, oh, fuck, we can still write it, though, I reckon. Um, on the album, this song's got an amazing, uh, like, saxophone solo, uh, played by my friend Rob. It's really soaring and very, very sexy. Uh, it's a soprano sax. I'm going to have to do it on a kazoo. Uh, and I do not have a soprano voice. It's just going to be what it is. That's what I'm saying. Oh. This song's called Pandas. <laughs> Goes in there. <laughs>
I said I love you for the rest of our lives, which won't be that long unless we get it all. We face extinction unless we make love tonight. Gotta get close to you to come share my bamboo. Our keeper's anxious for us to have sex. She's checked that I'm spunky. She's checked all your eggs. I know it's not easy cause I look like your ex But it's just one night Anyone feel that? <laughs> Sorry, I made myself laugh by wanking my face My job. <laughs> uh, oh no, no, I've forgotten the words. I Sophie'd it, that's what we call it now. Uh, Sophie was amazing. Did she remember that words at the end? Whereas I'm struggling. <laughs> no, no, I, I remember the last line, thank you. It's just the next one. <laughs> Oh yeah. There we go. So today. <laughs> oh no, I've forgotten it again. <laughs> I may sound desperate and I know that's not cool, but time's running out for you to put out. It's a dire situation, but I swear it's the truth. Wouldn't lie to you just to do the hump hump with you. I'll sing your songs, I'll dance with you, tender and sweet. We'll laugh till we're sick, then our black eyes will meet. I, I try not to scratch you whilst we're between the sheets, but it's just one night. <laughs> The next morning she lays on my chest Our duty done, I think she had fun A giggly breakfast, check the endangered list If we're not on there, we high five in the air Quicker than expected, but that's no complaint we overcame our obstacles, we've broken our chains. And if I'm lucky, she'll do it again for the rest of our lives. Anyone hard? I am. Right, that's that song. Next song, who's picking?
idea of the time. Oh, I can find out. Half past ten, right, okay, all right. Another quarter of an hour or so, should we do that? Should, should we get her to pick it? All right. What's her name? Kelly. Kelly, Kelly! It's your turn to pick. What do you want? The tardy breather. <laughs> Genitals, everyone. Again. Again. That's twice tonight. Right. So writing an album every six months, everyone says to me, Grant, you must have loads of songs about Donald Trump. I don't have loads of songs about Donald Trump. The reason why I don't have loads of songs about Donald Trump is because he's actually too quick for me to write any songs about. You know that thing when he wakes up in the morning and he decides to ban something from something? You know? There was a point when he was doing it every morning where basically he woke up, he's got two Rolodexes and he goes, right, this morning I'm going to ban transgendered people from joining the military. It's like, what the fuck? It made no sense. And he actually tweeted that. It's like, as of this morning, we're going to ban the you know, transgendered people from joining the military. And that made no sense to me. Why would you ban transgendered people from dropping bombs on people? It made no, you know, unless he thought that transgendered people were actually pushing the buttons that drop the bombs with their penises that they've built themselves. Yeah, that could be a liability. But other than that, I couldn't see of any reason why you'd ban transgender people from doing anything at all in the world. And that, it sort of made me a bit sad and it sort of made me think a little bit. And at the same time, the gender pay gap conversation was happening at the BBC and I, I did a DNA test about, uh, it was 2014, I did a yeah, DNA test about six years ago and I found out that I'm a white man. And uh, I had no fucking idea. I was just walking around thinking everyone was king. Uh, and it shook me to the core. I'll say now, it shook me to the fucking core that, I, you know, that people who, who aren't men, whatever they're called, non-men, you know, people who aren't men weren't being treated the same way I was. And I, and I didn't know what to do. And I flew back to my castle that night. And I'm, I parked my helicopter up next to the rest. And I, you know, and I, I, I couldn't sleep that night. I was so shocked by it all. And... I didn't know what to do. I couldn't sleep because I'd sent all the servants home, you know, and it was just like, it was just one of the worst, worst nights of my life. And I thought, okay, I've got two options. I can do something about it, or I can do nothing about it. If I do nothing about it, I knew that my whole life would be, would be built upon oppression, and that would be hard for me to deal with. So I thought I'd do something about it. I'd write a song about genitals, and, and maybe by the end of it, you know, a little bit more equality would reign through every room I play in and all that. And maybe that's the way to do it. And, and, uh, and so this song's called Genitals. It's got the best bass line I've ever written in it. It goes, um... Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh. Oh. It's just disgusting, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Make the face. Oh. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I can't sing and play this song at the same time because I get so into the bass line that I actually come by the second verse just the way it is. And uh, so that's the baseline. This is the words. I'm a white man. I can do what I want. For the <laughs> Are you ready, Guernsey? <laughs> this is genitals. It's for you. <laughs> Clap your hands if you have genitals. Clap your hands for your bothered pocket balls. Clap your hands if you have full control of what? Goes on with your lovely genitals. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Can you feel the funk? 
This funk is for your junk. Clap your hands if you have genitals. Clap your hands for your roller cocking balls. Slap those folk who want to control your value to humanity based on your genitals. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're celebrating, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Genitalia. Trump, T. Dumpty, sat on his wall. Trump, T. Dumpty, was afraid of genitals. All of Trump's women and all of Trump's men couldn't kill babies if they were transgender. Clap your hands if you have genitals. Clap your hands for your mother talking balls. Say, I don't have any influence at all over what you do or do not do with your genitals. Nice one. Few people not clapping, but they're just transphobic. Is that how it was? <laughs> no, I don't have genitals actually. There was one woman once I played that song and she didn't clap all the way through. I said, Oh, you didn't clap? Are you alright? And she says, Oh no, I'm from Ireland. I haven't had my own genitals since the day I was born. <laughs> Fucking gorgeous. Best heckle I've ever had in my life. It was gorgeous. <laughs> okay, um, maybe not a game to joke. Uh, genitals are a thing between your legs. <laughs> right. Next song. Okay, so uh, so this song, I'm, I do a thing, I'm not a racist. Is anyone here a racist? Yeah. It's always worth asking. Someone always points someone else out. Yeah, you're a fucker. <laughs> wow, when the war comes. Yeah, where are they? They're over there. Great, thanks, dude. It's a grass. Anyway, so, uh, so uh, I sing quite a lot of songs about racism. I'm not a racist. Um, I'm not a racist because I don't own the planet. I don't know if anyone else does, but I honestly don't own the planet, so therefore it's not my right to tell anyone else to live here or not. So uh, so I, I go around singing my songs about racism. I've got a song called I'm Sorry to Hear You're a Racist. It's quite a nice one. Uh, a bit of a pity song. Another song called Call That a Master Race, uh, which is about how bass players are better than Nazis. Uh, just, a, just a fact as well. If you do know any Nazis, just teach them this. They'll stop. They'll stop being a Nazi almost immediately. The reason why they'll stop being a Nazi is because they're suddenly sexy. Uh, and very, very cool. That's the way it is. Everyone knows that this is the sexiest instrument and, you know, combination right now, isn't it? Funny with a double bass. Fuck me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Just insane. If I wasn't in a committed relationship, honestly, you'd all, I'd say yes to all of you. 
I don't know you want me to. Anyway, so when, you know, that's just the way it is. Bass players are better than Nazis. It's a binary thing. If you, are, if you are a Nazi, you can't be a bass player. If you are a bass player, you can't be a Nazi. Just the way it is. Um, and, uh, and I go around the, around the country singing my songs about, about racism, and I'm often pulled aside by a racist at a pub you know, or whatever. He says to me, Hikran! You're fucking wrong about the Muslims, mate. The Muslims definitely want to kill you and profoundly change your way of life. And I say, well, killing me would profoundly change my way of life. So don't waste half a sentence next time. And they're like, what? And then I go away, I go back to Southampton where I'm from, and I say to my Muslim friends, listen, some prick up north just said, you want to kill me, is that right? My Muslim friends look at me, and they say, no. And I don't know who to believe anymore. So I go back up on the road now, and I'm playing in a different town, but the same racist will find me at a different, different gig somewhere. I assume it's the same racist, because they all look the same to me. Thanks. And uh, keeps going on about the problem with the Muslims, mate, problem with the Muslims, this, problem with the Muslims, that. Essentially, is a human version of Guernsey Have Your Say Facebook page. Which I am a member of. And there was a brilliant one from Sue about three hours ago, right? <laughs> Sue says, Bloody kids riding around on the road with no lights! Where's the police? Where's their parents? Yeah. And I bet she's also the same person that posted, When I was a kid, we stayed out till the lights went off! <laughs> she's one of those fuckers. <laughs> Fucking Sue. If you are... There's quite a lot of conversation about the schools and the three sites or whatever it is, you know. I, there's quite a lot of conversation about that on Guernsey, have you said at the moment. I recommend it, but every now and then Sue pops out with some fucking gold. Um, <laughs> she's great. It makes me miss the island. I love the island. When I first came here, the Guernsey press on the road had a knife found in road. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't using a crime, wasn't a crime, but they were just trying to get it back to the person. <laughs> person that found it in the street. Fucking lovely. And the description of it was 12 to 14 inches. They had the knife. They could have measured it and put 13 inches. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's fucking insane. So, so anyway, so anyway, that, this, this racist guy keeps going on about Muslims because he's sued. <laughs> and uh, keeps going on about it. I thought that prick needs a song. This song calls The Problem With The Muslims. <laughs> I love it in this room. <laughs> the problem with the Muslims is they just don't integrate, says a man who only integrates down the pub. He says they're brainwashed zealots of a cult that worships hate, and he should know because He's made out of pure love. This, this is what we get when we give lonely, angry drunks the internet. The problem with the Muslims is they don't obey our laws, says a man who's chopping up cocaine in the box. 
and the way they treat their women makes him hate them even more before he goes off and begs the barmaid to wank him off this this hypocrisy will be the end of you and me the problem for the Muslims is they just can't fucking win if they choose to ignore or stand up and confront this army made of imbeciles, alcoholics and angry dins who are led by a bunch of right royals anti Because cunts give, cunts give out life, don't they? Cunts are brilliant things, robust, wonderful, tasty. Cunts make babies. Cunts make love. If you're, an an if you're a racist, you're an anti-cunt. That's the way I'm seeing it, yeah. Solidarity, sisters. Who wants my nipple tape? Anyway, um, so... Um, right, I'm going to get into the last, last song territory because I think we're pushing time. Uh... I'm going to pick it. Okay, it's going to be that one. What? what? Oh, it's not even called that, so no. <laughs> if you're going to request a song, it's not even called, no. <laughs> I don't love you, Charlie. Thanks for playing all the hold music earlier. Um, <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? Like, intermission, here's Charlie, and you are 30th in the queue. <laughs> well, it's good though, but I, I appreciate it. More jokes. I, w I just wanted more jokes out of Charlie, that's all. Next time. Do it naked. <laughs> uh, right, so, uh, so last year I, I wrote an album called uh, Man School. Uh, the reason why I wrote Man School uh, was because uh, the first Brexit Day was about to happen on March the 29th, and all my albums come out in May and November. So on March the 29th, the only thing I, I had to really worry about was how many angry men were going to be walking around the streets of England uh, either feeling betrayed that Brexit didn't happen on March the 29th or feeling validated that it did happen and they could go ahead and be racist. And before anyone says, but Brexit isn't racist, it fucking is. It's just the way it is. Uh, uh, after, the, uh, after the UK election uh, back in December, uh, I have a friend who she lives in Blackburn in Lancashire and she's black, she's a nurse, she's a British-born person, uh, she's second generation. Uh, she, someone came up to her on a bus and they said, we've voted twice now, why the fuck are you still here? Okay. If you think that Brexit is not a racist problem, it fucking is, okay? And that's why, that's why, whenever you see it, you call it out, you stop it, we report it. That's the what it has to be, okay? I don't want to lecture on a Friday night, but that's, that's where yeah. we got to, okay? Because we are, well, I am. I'm 16 minutes from leaving the EU. And, uh, and uh, it's one of those things. So anyway, so I had to write Man School. Man School is very much about dealing with men, because men become fascists first. Women take a, a while to become fascists. But men really fucking buy into it quite quickly. And the reason why men buy into it is because we've laughed at the shed and we've laughed at the Dungeons and Dragons games and we've laughed at the, the, the toy railways and stuff like that. We've made becoming middle-aged as a man a fucking crime, you know, a sort of a silly thing that men do, you know, with Werther's original. We even laughed at that guy. He's being nice to his grandkids, for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? It was one of those things. And so, so men have sort of had the shame to become older. And I'm 42. I'm starting to feel like I'm getting to that age where I might start shouting at Greta Thunberg. 
you know, and I'm, I'm a bit, a bit worried because at the moment I think she's fucking brilliant, but every now and then something sparks. And I go fucking prick, you don't know anything. Um, you know, it's just, just one of those things. And I, I'm just a little bit worried about it. And so, so you know, as we get older, I have to write this sort of album about sort of men and about what men do and why we need to stop men from becoming fascists because, you know, we we laugh at the shed too much and men can't become just old people, old nice people, then they end up becoming people on the internet, and the porn's blocked because of the wife, so they end up watching Tommy Robinson videos and becoming fascists. Okay, and that's, that's it. And it, you know, it's just one of those things, if you look at a Tommy Robinson rally and you will not see very many young men or very, very old men, and you definitely won't see uh, lots of vegan wraps in their hands. Okay, it's just the way it is, okay? They're not out to save the planet or even the country. They're just out to save themselves from a threat that doesn't exist. And it's just, it's fucking sad. So I wrote Man School, and part of Man School was to talk to men in a much more sort of open way. So I wrote some really honest songs. I wrote a song called An Honest Song About My Normal Cock, um, which is, uh, the, the chorus goes, it's a grower, not a shower. I'm the bona fide owner of a fairly average boner, and that's all right with me. Um, <laughs> stuff like that. And, and, yeah, some other songs about, about all that. And, uh, and, and this is one of the songs from that. And uh, uh, this song's okay. So the first part you have to know is that I ended up with a really hot lap dancer's phone number once after a gig. And um, I don't like lap dancing clubs um, because I feel exploited in them. Uh, outside of lap dancing clubs, that's true. Outside of lap dancing, I wake up in the morning with a boner and it's absolutely free. And then suddenly, the moment I walk into a strip club, I'm paying twenty quid for a boner. And I, don't, I don't get it. It makes no sense to me that I can't even fulfill in that room. It's no, there's no sense. So, so I don't like strip clubs. But sometimes as a musician, you end up playing rooms where there's a strip club adjacent to. Um, that, that was what happened. I played this room and, um, and uh, the, the owner says, oh, we've got a strip club open in the front. Do you want to come in? I'm like, oh, fuck, all right. Um, he goes, I'll give you a white Russian a drink. And, um, uh, and he says, you know, sort of come on in. You know, have, have, he gave me a token with some tits on. And he goes, uh, go on, have a dance on us. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, man, I don't like all this stuff. You know, can I just give the token to a girl and you know, maybe she'll just get paid and we, I can, we can just sort of carry on our business and all that. That was true. And, um, and it's absolutely true. And, uh, and he said, no, no dance, no pay. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, all right. So I went up to the first woman I saw and, um, and I said, uh, she was really nice, don't get me wrong, I was attracted to her. I'm not gonna say I wasn't or anything like that. It's, you know, she had her tits out. But, uh, <laughs> But at the same time, I said, look, I'm so, so sorry, but I'm a socialist. Um, <laughs> I love apologizing for it. And um, I said, but, you know, I want to give you this token. Uh, you have to, you know, but what, what's going to happen is we're going to go in the room. You're not going to take any clothes off. We're just going to go in the back and just you sit down for 15 minutes. Consider it a paid holiday. I'm with the union. Okay. <laughs> just that sort of thing. Okay. It sort of made sense to me. And, uh, and she said, yeah, that would be really nice. Her name was Isis. Um, <laughs> This was before ISIS meant anything other than goddess, okay? And, 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 and we went out to the back, and, and for 15 minutes, we laughed our fucking asses off. It was just absolutely wonderful. It was really, really nice. She took off those shoes that she had to wear that were just like torture devices, you know, and all that. And we just, we literally laughed our asses off. Whether it was because we are uncomfortable with it, I don't know. But we laughed our faces off. Anyway, to the point where the bouncer actually came in to check we're all right, because apparently lap dancers aren't funny. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, so, uh, so I, 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 it all finishes, and I say thanks very much. She said thanks very much, and um, and uh, and I, uh, I started to pack up my gear, and I was loading up my car, and she actually came out into the car park, and she, she said, I haven't laughed like that for ages. Here's my phone number, um, and I got an erection <laughs> in the street. 
subsidised by the club owner. <laughs> Best direction of my life. <laughs> Paid 20 quids in services. Anyway, uh, I, I, do you know what? And I phoned her up uh, after that, and we actually had a few few dates. We um, you know, we sort of we mainly just hung out and we we cooked and we we laughed and played and all that. It was really lovely. It was really really nice. And uh, she taught me a few things about my body that I didn't know. And um, this is a song about getting your bum hole finger during sex. Um, it's one of those. It's one of those. It's one of those songs where you look around the room at quite a lot of the men, and you get half of them going like that guy. Um, <laughs> you get the other half going. And it's quite nice. It's quite a nice feeling to see all of your faces so well lit <laughs> during this song, and it's it's, it's really nice. So uh, so this song's this song's called Let Somebody In. Daddy always said to me, your bum hole's a valve. Things can't go into it, they can only come out. For many years I carried papa's advice around and clenched up like an oyster, never let my guard down. And then along came Isis. She said, it's okay, don't worry, you don't have to fight this. I want to give your bum hole a little finger in. She said, life's so much better when you let let somebody in, in. Let somebody in. Everyone all right? <laughs> the really uncomfortable ones talk. <laughs> Should we get a bus? <laughs> right, let's look at everyone's faces, guys' faces. All right, all right, all right. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah. Just try to look at the back. You're all right at the back, aren't you? <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. There's no one really looking too uncomfortable. Everyone gets their arsehole fingers in. Great news, Guernsey. We're drunk. We don't know who it was. Probably a cop. I said that. Anyway, <laughs> second verse. <clears throat> Solemn moment. She whispered in my ears, let go of your fears. And she pushed me on the bed with my knees around my ears. I tried to relax. I tried not to flinch as she licked her little finger and she crossed Biffin's bridge and then it finally happened I had no idea things could be this exciting powerful and wonderful and slightly uncomfortable I found it in myself to let, let somebody Let ice in. Is it a song about immigration? No, it's about bum hole fingering during sex, but as yeah, 
never have an orgasm like it. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. Thanks for having me. Thanks to St. James's as well for putting me on. And uh, I caught the slow boat yesterday because I'm a fucking winner, baby. decided I'm going to wrap it up. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you had a, a good time with that. Um, uh, it was a very funny show, very sweaty. I, uh, I've probably lost about eight stone um, during that, so I'm now only 45 stone uh, in weight. Um, yeah, I, I, I hope you're okay. Just keep the uh, keep it going. Keep the uh, keep the, uh, the the spirit alive. Not necessarily, you know, don't be like, oh, it's really sad. It's, it, listen, it's, it was always going to be a fight against fascists from the moment we were born uh, because humans are stupid. Uh, I get to uh, uh, write a lot of book in the next couple of days because of uh, uh, the slow boats and stuff like that. That's really good. And uh, and I get to uh, spend a bit of time in Guernsey before I get on the ferry. It's 13 hours back because we have to go to Jersey first. <sighs> then I get to go get my car and i've got the dentist on wednesday that's going to be fun i'm looking forward to that and go get this massive tooth out of my head um house shows next week a few podcast recordings as well um lots going on and then it's time to focus on the lounge kittens i'm quite excited about that um uh jen's been sending all the scores through and uh oh they're brilliant it's just it's just nice to be sent music and just being told things in advance so i don't have to sit there working anything out so so the moment i get back i'm going to be um uh sat down with pieces of music and learning it on the bass guitar and that's that's going to be quite nice uh yeah i hope you're okay are you all right um do we do we need to form the resistance now is that what we're doing i think that's probably what we are doing we don't know it yet but that's that's pretty much it um uh if you're feeling at all sad about Brexit or anything like that, I can't recommend Blueprint for Revolution enough by Stradja Popovich uh for little ways of having fun whilst uh committing acts of rebellion. Um uh I I recommend it. Laughter brings more people together than uh violence and things like that. So so always remember that. Um even that thing, do you know there's that thing going around of some some bloke printed off a, a really racist little note for his tower block. Um, after Brexit Day, called Happy Brexit Day. If you speak anything other than English, then you're not welcome here and you should go back to the country where they do speak that language and fuck off. Um, that guy, think about it, that guy is such a passive-aggressive little weasel <laughs> that, that uh, you, you know, if, you, if you're going to... I always think if you're going to be racist, you've got to really step up and do it. If you're going to be anti-fascist, you've got to step up and do it. You've got to say things, you know, to people's faces and stuff like that. Um, uh, so, so yeah, it, it, when it comes to uh, when it comes to that, fuck you and your little post-its. Fuck you 
and your little post-its. Um, so yeah, so the funniest thing is that guy lives there. Um, so someone knows who he is. It's not going to go well. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, if you're not feeling okay, read Blueprint for Revolution by Shradja Popovich. Uh, learn about the people of the Maldives uh, causing rebellion with rice pudding or the people in uh, Russia who had their own protests with Lego figures or people that started to take their wheel, uh, a wheelbarrow with their television in um, on little walks uh, every day when the, the state, state news was coming on. Um, yeah, there's some fascinating things uh, in that book. It's, it's a really good book to uh, sort of energize you and to go, and actually, yeah, we can do a lot of stuff. The stunts are good. Stunts are good. Um, okay, right, I'm going to leave you to it. Uh, I'll be back next week uh, with, with a regular proper episode. I haven't decided who it's going to be yet, um, but I, I will do. Um, I'm going to go down into St. Peterport and uh, meet my friend Jess for a bit of food and a coffee and a catch-up. I haven't seen her for ages. Uh, she's awesome in Northern. Um, right, I'll see you later. Have a good week. Uh, talk to me if you need to talk. Uh, I'm more than happy to listen and uh, and offer stupid advice that no no right-minded person would follow. Take care. <laughs>